0: Hello everyone and welcome to BibleQuest.tv. This is the Tuesday edition. I want to welcome everybody that's joining us via the Zoom app. We're glad you're able to come in from BibleQuest.tv. We want to hear from you while we go through the topic this this afternoon. And if you're coming in through the uh, YouTube channel, you can just go ahead and comment on the chat box i guess there's a chat box there right and i'll ask jonathan about that in a minute well uh let's go ahead and bring everybody into the into the mix here scott good to have you here coming in from gettysburg
1: hey drew how you doing today
0: doing very good scott is our program director uh steven you're no longer in gettysburg i know it's been a while now you're over in harrisburg right Stephen?
2: that's correct
0: Good. Glad to have you here today. And Jonathan, our webcast engineer, as well as panelists today. Jonathan, you're in Gettysburg, aren't you? You work down there. I'm in
3: Scott. Gettysburg, yep. Yep. i yep. yep. with Scott. That's
0: right. And I'm your host, Drew DeGradovo, up here in snowing like crazy, Honesdale, Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's snowing down there by you yet, guys, but it's heavy. Glad to have all of you here. And if you're coming in, as I said, on any of the channels, please, we want to hear from you. Today's topic is going to be... I don't have a word for it, but it's going to be, a, for me, it's emotional, and um, it's not a happy topic, but we have some good news. The scriptures will give us the basis for some good news. Um, where do I start with it? Actually, it's about what was going on last Friday. I think it was Friday in New York State where they passed, they had just passed a new expanding upon the abortion law making it now uh, legal to abort babies just about any time after 24 weeks, all the way up to the point of pregnancy. There's some w- uh, wording in the law that could go either way on what people want to interpret it, but it's not a good thing if you value human life, if you, pr- if you treat the baby in the womb as human. And so it's a sad day for that. And what made it even more sad, which we'll talk about also, is the fact that there were a lot of people applauding it, applauding this decision by the New York State Council, um, congressional people. In fact, uh, Governor Cuomo ordered that the lights, I think it was on the Freedom Tower, right, Trade Center, World Trade Center, they turned them pink in celebration. And I think he ordered another location, too, is celebrating the good news and the happiness about this new law. And it it just bothers me to to no extent. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and also talk about it from the Christian perspective. And what what can we do about it? And is there something we can do about it or do we just sit back quietly? But Scott, you want to go
1: ahead ahead and get into some that, and we're going to get into some scriptures and we're going to talk about how to talk with people about this. Um, but I want to take note, you mentioned the celebration. Uh, and it was under the guise of, you know, women's rights. Uh, let's point out, what do you suppose 50% of the aborted babies are? Women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we we got, ever since 73 in Roe v. Wade, um, the Supreme Court said that the Constitution guarantees this right, which of course it does not. There's been... We're not going to get into all the politics of that, and uh, the, the different wranglings and extensions that they've done uh, in their minds. Um, but the thing is, years ago, people would have said, "Well, abortion's not good, but it should be legal." We would like less, but we now have a lot of people that are glorying in shame. Um, so I heard a speaker within the last week. Uh, about who had spoken somewhere on the West Coast, and she was talking about abortion in a very favorable way. She was in maybe Portland, Oregon, and she was saying, Portland, you know, this, my best abortion was here. It was great. And she said, did you hear what I said? best abortion. Not just one, but my best one was here. And you you got, you have other activists that are trying to get people to celebrate and announce their abortions. It, there, there's a battle going on. There's a cultural battle. There's a spiritual battle going on, and a lot of it is covered up with like all oh, women's rights and over oh, the health of the mother. But of course, health is being defined now. Not, but the courts have said it's not just her physical health we're talking about, which we're not dealing with here, but even, you know, her emotional, age, economic health. So some people hear about abortion and get to think, oh, well, if the mother needs it to save her life or save her health, babies are being killed right and left, not because the mother is worried about her own physical health uh, routinely, but that it's, oh, it would stress me or cost me money. And so that gets filed away as emotional or financial health. And and our culture is now just celebrating. It's just disgusting. Um, Let's begin with a biblical premise. So, from a, uh, because of course that's where we need to begin. From a biblical premise, what would the Bible say about what's going on right now in our culture?
2: I think about Isaiah 5, where it says, What are those who call evil good and good evil? Um, as far as just morality goes. And I say, Isaiah chapter 5, we me find the verse, I think it's around verse 20. Yes. And there's all sorts of ways that this is going on. But in particular right now, in this particular realm, uh, again, the celebration of, of life being ended is just upside down completely. Yes. And um, Isaiah 5, verse 20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good, and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter.
1: Oh, I wasn't thinking about that passage, but I'm really glad you brought that up, because that is exactly where we are today. So here's two people, and think about how these would be portrayed in the media and culture, college campuses, TV, et cetera. Here's a person that's against abortion. They think you shouldn't have killed a baby in the womb. Here's a person that killed a baby in the womb that provides for killing the baby in the womb. make sure people can kill the baby in the womb in our culture as portrayed in the media and TV and, and in the colleges, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy?
2: The one who's for killing is the good guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here's a man that puts on high heels and a pink dress and, and walks around yelling at people if they don't call him ma'am instead of sir or her instead of he, here's someone that says, I'm not going to call you her. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? It it is, it is really, really upside down. Uh, If you stand for what's right or wrong, you're hateful. You're a bigot. You know, the person yelling and screaming and cussing, demanding to be called to her when he said, No, that's not hateful. The hate is over here. Um, and and then evil is just being celebrated. We're past, they started off talking about tolerance, and now evil is being celebrated right and left. What are some other biblical passages that come to play in this?
0: I don't know if this relates to what you're looking at, but I, I recall in uh, Jeremiah. Uh, chapter chapter 1, verse 4, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. To me, the, I look at that when recognizing that life is in the womb, a human life, in fact, so much so that God knows who he is, that he's a person. And so someone argues with me that the, the, the fetus is not a person. Uh, well, I think there's even, uh, now there's even science that has now gone further in saying that, yeah, that's a human life. Maybe back in way, way, where, where, a row way, I don't know if they even had that scientific approach, but I think today they do. But I don't need the scientific approach because God says that's a, he's a person.
1: And I want to look at Exodus 21 in just a minute, but first let's, let's notice something about is it a baby or not? Is it alive or not? So in the health field, uh, the professionals there have been trained, or at least in the past have been trained, I suppose still, when you let a woman know she's pregnant, you don't call it a baby until after you find out whether or not she wants it. So there, there's some double speak going on. In other words, it's like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, let's yeah, let's confirm she's pregnant. So you go in and you say, well, the fetus is X number of months old. And you say, oh, we're so excited. We're getting the nursery ready. From then on, you'll hear them talking about the baby. I'm, I've like, never heard that. What do you th-
0: hear that?
1: Yes, because it's like, okay, you go in. Here's a pregnant woman looking forward to her birth. And how does the professional refer, refer to the baby moving around? Does she say, oh, has, is the fetus kicked lately? Oh, right. No. They're saying, oh, you're feeling the baby kick now? And, and they'll refer to her if they know it's a girl. You know, oh, she's getting big. Oh, she's kind of restless today. They speak of it as a person when they know the parent wants it. But if the parent doesn't want it, they don't talk about killing the baby. They talk about removing the fetal tissue what's the difference?
2: What they want One sounds like it's alive, and the other sounds like it's just another medical procedure that you have. Yeah. There's not a second life involved.
1: Yeah, and if you recall, uh, most of us, uh, uh, three of us are fathers and watched our children be born. When that baby comes out, what's the difference between that baby in your hands and a couple of minutes before when it was in the womb? Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, it changed. There was a change of address. Not, a, <laughs> not. It was a human being. Yeah. So let's look at Exodus chapter twenty-one. Exodus chapter twenty-one. There's a passage here in verse twenty-two. Uh, I'm reading from the American Standard. I like to somebody read it from the ESV for us. And we're going to talk a little bit about translation here because the original New American Standard had a horrible translation here. Um, the text says, if men strive together and hurt a woman with child,
0: what verse you in, Scott,
1: sorry, this is Exodus chapter 21, verse 22, Exodus 21, verse 22. I'm going to read the American standard, which follows the King James in this particular it's not the best translation here. um, but it's close enough. And we'll talk about the differences in a minute. If men strive together and hurt a woman with child so that her fruit depart and yet no harm follow, he shall surely be fined according as a woman's husband shall lay upon it. He shall pay as the judges determine. But if any harm follow, then he shall give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Burning for burning, wound for wound, strive for strife. What does the ESV say? Read verse 22 in the ESV.
2: The ESV has, when men strive together and hit a pregnant woman so that her children come out, but there is no harm. The one who hit her shall surely be fined, but as the woman's husband shall impose on him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. But if there is no harm, then you shall pay life for
1: life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Okay, so if her children come out, um, the NIV has, if she gives birth prematurely, the, new, the original New American Standard, which they changed it later, fortunately, the original New American Standard read like this. If men strive together or hurt a woman with a child so that she has a miscarriage and yet no other harm follows, he shall surely be fined, and that was a terrible translation. Because here's here's what it is in the Hebrew. The word "fruit" here, and of course, you can go on Blue Letter Bible or whatever. Just click on that word and look up. And all over the Old Testament, it's a word for child. You know, a child, a boy, a girl, children. That's that's the word. Uh, Maybe in the uh, plural here. Um, it's plural. Uh, as Stephen had in the SV. and then the next word, depart. It means go out. So if whoever's in the womb there comes out, um, the New American Standard put miscarry. That's not in the Hebrew. It's if a child come out and they put, and no other form following, the word other was in italics, which, of course, what does it mean when your Bible has a word in italics? what's not in the language. original language. Yeah. It doesn't mean emphasize that word. It means that's not in the original worth supplying that. Now they realized it was a bad translation. They changed it. And so now the new American standard reads much better. And so let's just look at it logically and, and clearly here. You're, uh, there's two men and, and they're in a fight. They hurt a woman and they, they strike uh, a pregnant woman is there that they're tussling about and her baby comes out. Now, if you're the husband of that woman, okay, you're think of it you here. Your wife is pregnant and you're looking forward to the birth. We're close to the time of birth and some, somebody in violence knocks into her and the baby is born prematurely. Should that fellow be in trouble? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what the text says. He he shall be fined uh, according as the woman's husband shall lay upon him, and he shall pay what the judges determine. Now suppose not only does the baby come out prematurely, but the baby dies. Would you say no harm was done? A man just hits your pregnant wife in the stomach, and your baby Kate was delivered prematurely and dead, would you say no harm was done? No. The, the no harm here would apply to either the mother or the baby. If he struck her and caused a premature birth, but, oh, thankfully, mom's okay and baby's okay, you're going to pay a fine. But if baby and mom are not okay, then you're not going to pay a fine. You're going to be punished how?
0: Life for life. Fine for life,
1: eye for eye, tooth for tooth life for life so according to that scripture what is the baby in the womb a human being a child and this man who struck her gives up his life for costing that baby the baby's life all right so we've looked at the biblical text and of course and there's thou shalt not kill and you know what i'll throw one other thing in here uh look at romans chapter one Uh, Sometimes we hear about the description of different Greek words for love. What were some of the different Greek words for love? Agape. Agape, Phileo. Phileo is what particular kind of love? Family. Brotherly love. Brotherly love. Uh, Eros, not a term used in scripture, was sexual love, from which we get the word erotic. Storge is a word not used in that form is our call in the New Testament, but it's a familial, natural type of love, like you would love your family. But the negative of it shows up in Romans 1. You remember that list of sins of the Gentiles? It talks about their idolatry, their sexual immorality, uh, the the homosexuality and everything else. And then toward the end in verse 31, there's, several things that they lack. They're all, each one is without, without, understand, me, without understanding covenant breakers, without natural affection, unmerciful. Without natural affection, that's astorgate. In other words, lacking that natural love. And there's a lot of that going around with this. Um, so I want to show a video. Drew was asking earlier this morning, you know, what can we do? And I want to show something that uh, it's pretty effective uh and share it with you but first i want to see if anybody else has any other comments before we go to the video other thoughts and comments or scriptures
2: no just that a uh, human life is valued by god i think about genesis one you know we are created in god's image we're not like animals where oh an animal died ah well you know that happens uh, this is human life every human life is precious in God's sight because we we bear God's image It's not okay to take human
1: life period
0: And even in the womb God considers human life.
1: yeah So we live in a culture where the message from the education system and the professors at college where the message from uh, our celebrity, uh, mentors. Why, why do celebrities get to be the mentors of society? Uh, the method- Go ahead, Stephen. I want to clarify my statement.
2: I said it's not okay to take human life, period. I want to correct that too. It's not okay to take innocent human life, period. Carry on. Oh,
1: yeah, because in the Ten Commandments, story, it said thou shalt not kill. The Mosaic Law also said, for instance, in this case, the man kills the baby, his life. It's for life. Wow. All right, so... Um, I was somewhere and I forgot where I was, so whoever else has got a comment, go ahead. All right, let's go ahead and and go to the. Let me find it here. And I want to share my screen. And here we go. So we're not, and I want to warn you in advance this is about a video that is rather graphic. Uh, We're not going to show the graphic video here. There'll be a couple of little clips from it. It's not photographs. It's drawings. But what's important about this is that they're showing people a doctor explaining what actually goes on. And what what I find amazing here is people who just, oh, they've heard, you know, their professor said this, their friend said that, you know, they bought into all the political correct pro-choice, a woman should have the right to choose, but they don't know what happens. When they see what happens here in a later term abortion, as a doctor just, and by the way, the doctor talking about it did thousands of abortions before he stopped doing it, and him just talking very simply and showing the tools that they use and what they do, watch what happens here.
3: Would you consider yourself pro-life, pro-choice, or neither? my would you restrict it at any point? No. No. So all the way up until... All the way right. up. Do you think now watching this, and from what you just said, do you still support more steps of birth? No. Okay. I think the person should have a choice to have an abortion or not. Wow, it's, it's brutal. Does this change your mind at all? It really Yeah. So, abortion should look It's your life, so it's your choice. And If you believe that the baby, that you don't want to have the baby, then it's your choice. So, pro choice, I guess.
2: I didn't realize that like,
3: the baby was you know doing that kind of stuff in such a young, such a early state. Does this change your mind at all about abortion? Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's, like, murder in there when I saw this. My opinion is that um, it should be part of the woman's right to choose whether or not to abort her baby. One word. Your thoughts on what you just saw? Inhumane or heinous Yeah. It does change my mind. Like, a lot of people just say, oh, like, abortion's okay, um, or it should be okay, but then I feel like a lot of us don't really, we're not really aware of what's. Process of it and what's actually happening. Would you consider yourself pro-life, pro-choice, or neither? I would say pro-choice definitely. I would consider myself.
2: Oh, oh, that I don't. Ooh, that's that was questionable. I didn't really realize. Yeah, that's how. A little more iffy for me. I don't want Don't know either way at the time. Okay, but definitely more controversial than my initial
3: opinion. If, if the women uh, don't have the ability to uh, be responsible for the child, it's uh, it's maybe the best place for her to do the abortion. Kind mm-hmm. of agree with her. I think um, it's people's freedom to choose whether they should have their children. I think it's no longer human, and it's like I changed my mind about abortion. Yeah, yeah, I changed my mind completely. <laughs> what are your thoughts about abortion? I'm definitely on board in this choice. That changed my views. If I was pregnant, I would have to get an abortion. I don't know if it's changed my mind, but maybe it has. I don't think I would perform an abortion, honestly, um, watching these videos. You support supporting the child if it was a Yeah. I don't care what what you're going through. Even if it's in as well about the baby in the times that we live in, you gotta understand sometimes people have difficulty being able to raise children. Uh, I guess now my perception's changed a little bit. I sort of had this idea that first trimester everything's just kinda getting there and second trimester baby's form, but to see that a baby had already been formed early on is is quite quite difficult. The-
1: now, that was powerful uh and i said later i'm, I'm not sure it's even talking about late term abortions i think it's talking about maybe earlier abortions but the thing is now this one uh this is the thing i really hate here's olivia wilde who's the actress let me cut whatever that is off another video is coming up one of you guys go ahead and comment on that
0: one of the fellows was saying that, yeah, he believed that he, he felt uh, abortion was okay because, you know. Okay, if, are we back here? If she doesn't want that, I'm sorry.
2: No, you're not sharing your screen.
1: Okay, I can't hear Jonathan or I can't hear anybody. Can you all hear me? Yes, yeah, we can we hear, hear you, you. but we apparently can you can't hear us. Can anybody hear me?
0: Yes, we hear you. Yes. Yes, we hear
1: you. Y'all can we hear, hear
0: you. me? Yeah, we yes. hear you. Sir. I just
1: can't hear you. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Sorry. When another video started playing after that, would not get mute and then stopped the playing and forgot that I muted all of you, I apologize about that.
0: That's all right. That's all right. Go ahead,
1: Scott. So all of those people, it was amazing how the facts changed their minds that quickly. And this goes back to the thing when the medical professionals, whether you're going to call it a fetus or a baby, terminology is used, the information, they don't want people really to realize exactly what's going on. And when people see what's going on, that has an effect. I think we need to remember that. Um, After the Holocaust, in which a lot of Jews were killed because German neighbors would have said, oh, I think there's some people hiding over there. And they got they got arrested and put on a train, and people thought, oh, good. But you know what they did after the Holocaust? And then, I'll be, then Stephen and Drew, um, they took they marched German citizens through and had them look at what happened. So they need to see that. Stephen and then Drew. Uh, Jeff
2: has a comment here. Uh, he sent in uh, via the chat, and he says, we hear the progressives or anti-Bible types talk about science and characterizing believers as not having understanding of science. And yet, the video you just showed suggests the popularity of abortion is due in part to scientific ignorance. When people are exposed to the basic biological facts of abortion, even if they were pro-choice, they often end up being appalled. That suggests biological ignorance is in part behind the popularity of abortion. Yes. And that's a great point because a lot of times people are uh, trying to pit science and faith against each other and framing uh, that kind of debate as, oh, these religious people are anti-science, they're ignorant. But actually, in the matter of abortion and looking at what is actually happening biologically in an abortion procedure, who's really the ignorant ones here? Uh, that, that's the, it's a, a frightening thing it is a sobering thing as the video you just showed proves that when people see what's happening what an abortion doctor does to perform that procedure is unthinkable when you really look look at what's going on Drew.
0: Well, i was just going to read, read jeff's comments Stephen Stephen read it and i and i appreciate jeff saying that and uh, yeah it, it shows us that they don't want to People like Planned Parenthood, they don't want this, these facts visible to the general public.
1: And so what what they did in that video, you can do with your friend. You know, if you're talking to a friend and they're advocating, oh, I think it's the woman's right, you can pull up, I'm not talking about the video we saw, but the video that they're showing them. It was the website uh, abortionprocedures.com. I think that's right. Pull that up, and like I said, it's not nearly as graphic as it could be because they're not using photographs. They're using drawings. Pull that up. Let them watch it. And uh, it's like I remember one time at the fire department, they felt, y'all, I think it's one of the right twos. I went home, and I got some actual photographs, brought it in, and boom, it changed the guy's mind. People need to know. Steven Stephen. Yeah, I think
2: something that we need to acknowledge as we're going through this program is we're not denying that there are situations where it's difficult for someone to take care of a child, uh, whether through a fault of their own or through the fault of someone else. But what we're trying, the point we're trying to make here is that life is sacred. Life comes from God and it does not, no severity of situation makes it okay to, to choose to to terminate a baby's life, to kill a baby. Um, And if there's someone listening to this program who's considering this, I hope that you'll go and you'll watch the videos that we've recommended. But if we can help you or point you in a direction to get help, there are all kinds of resources available for people who are scared and and they don't want to be taking care of a baby. There are services available for you. You do not have to have an abortion. (laughs)
1: And I'll tell you what, this is one of the things that I wanted us to, to, to pivot to, um, there, there's an organization, uh, that I'm really impressed with sacred selections.com or.org. Uh, and what they have been doing, uh, is helping families raise money for the, for abortions. Uh, for adoptions, or, adoptions, uh, adoptions. Uh, raise money for adoptions. So, Because sometimes children are coming into the world not in the best circumstances where a woman is, uh, whatever choices have been made, have led to a child coming in that she's not ready to take care of, that the father is, is not interested in taking care of and different things. But that baby being put up for adoption by people who are looking forward to and wanting to love and take care of that child, beautiful things are happening. And so like with Sacred Selections, they've been, I, I don't know, I think they've been around about 10 years. There've been like 250 adoptions that they've helped with. And just all these babies here and there and here and there and here and there and wonderful families now bring, being raised by Christian parents and just the joy that they bring to those families, the, the joy that those families bring to them, the interaction with the siblings, uh, Drew I sent a link to you uh, a couple of links uh, one was a, a video uh, with some of the families and one was just uh, a link to the website but these these are things people that, that can be if you look at this you think "Oh, this is terrible what can be done one talk to people and help people change their minds 2 don't be afraid to stand up for what's right there's plenty of people standing up for what's wrong stand up for what's right Three, there are people that instead of having abortions are letting their children be adopted. And if you can take an uh, uh, adopt yourself, that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. If you're not in a position to do that right now, you can help financially like uh, donate to sacred selectors or something and help another family be able to uh, meet all the legal expenses to get that child adopted and give that child a loving home. There's so much that can be done like that, Drew.
0: Yeah, I just posted in the chat for uh, all the attendees as well the link to sacredselections.org. Uh, Jonathan, if you don't mind posting that to the YouTube channel, and we'll make other um, on our Facebook pages, we'll go ahead and post out that, that link. There's also that link with the video that you had talked about, Scott. I'll post
3: could
1: you that. Make it up that form too, also. Uh, the the first column there. Uh, Mike Sullivan, great guy. Uh, I've enjoyed uh, being with him uh, over in Indiana. And just, it's just a beautiful thing. And it, we're it's just like in Proverbs, it says the tongue can have the power of life or of death. The same tongue that is used to, to gossip or blaspheme or, or tell something vulgar or hateful, the same tongue can be used to spread the gospel or give a word of encouragement. And it, here, here's a pregnancy. It can result in damage to the mother, uh, both health damage, both potential uh, ability to have children later, sometimes, and then much regret later, sometimes, and then th- the death of the child, and and it can go such a different way.
0: Scott, what's the uh, URL for? Do you have that handy? The URL for that video that those those uh young adults were looking at that changed their mind. Do you know that one? off?
1: No, I don't. But if you Google, uh, just, you know, people changing their mind about abortion, you can probably find it. I'm sorry. I don't have the, uh, y'all go ahead and I'll try to see if I can find it. I'm working on it, Scott.
0: Well, that's good, because what I'll do is well, we'll get that link and make it available, because when you suggested that this morning, I said, that's what I want to do. I want to put that yeah, it, on my it iPad abortion, and have it available.
2: It is abortionprocedures.com. I just typed it in, and I'll put it here in the uh, chat window as well, and I'll uh, we can put the link on, on YouTube as well, abortionprocedures.com.
0: Great. Great. Thank you. Yeah, these are these are things that we can, I mean, what else can we do except make sure we're voting for politicians that have our views? But what can we do on a one-on-one level when we're talking with our neighbors or our friends? And if, and if one of them or, or they're, they're, they think that abortion is a right, that we should not have any qualms about allowing and doing it, well, show them that video.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched the videos on that site, and, and it it is it really is mind-boggling because um, I've never been for abortion. Uh, I've always been pro-life. I believe that abortion is, is murder. But watching those videos took that to a whole new level. Um, yeah. it, it is it is mind-boggling what happens. Uh, and, and Drew, you were quoting a statistic earlier. Was it was it three thousand? Abortions that happen daily here in the U.S.
0: Yes, 3,000 babies are, are killed every day
2: in the womb. It, 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 is, it is just unreal. And you think about the the outrage, and rightfully so, uh, over over the school shootings when children are killed. It It is a moving thing. Uh, these innocent children uh, who, who are killed, but to think of it on that scale... Is it's uh, it's hard it's hard to fathom, um, and so we want to be doing, like Scott mentioned earlier, uh, to stand up for what's right, to be a voice uh, in whatever ways that we can uh, for the unborn, those who do not have a voice and cannot cry out, and defend themselves. Um, that's one of the consistent principles we find in Scripture: is the Lord is pleased with those who stand up for the hurting, uh, for the the defenseless, uh, the widow, the orphan, and in this case, the unborn.
1: And it's in the chat window here, Drew. I know you'll know how to get it available to uh, the audience because I don't think they see the chat window, but we've got three links there now in the chat window. One is to sacredselections.org. I would highly recommend them. Uh, uh, And then another is the video, not the one we showed, but the video those people were watching. And that's what I would recommend you show to your friends. And and my commendation to the doctor that did that, um, he, he was an abortionist. He performed thousands of abortions. And in one day, as he's putting the pieces back together, he decided to stop. And he, he made this video. And like I said, you could make it, you could sensationalize it more. And he, he just very flatly, very calmly shows what you do, shows the tools that they use, explains what the tools do. And by the end, it, it, you, you see the reaction that people have. Um, and you, you could have made it much more graphic with photographs. You could have made it much more extreme with a lot of adjectives, he delivers it very clearly and it, it's just chilling. Um, so that's up there. And then also I'll put the link to the video that we did play where you see people changing their mind. Uh, that's not the thing to order people necessarily show them the other one, although they might find some encouragement is that you get to changing their mind to realize, wow, a lot of other people do too. You know, if, if you've got a heart, you know, you should see that and it should move.
0: Yeah, let me just plug the uh, BibleQuest.tv website again, because that the links that we're talking about are on the chat in the app from Zoom that you do and you get from BibleQuest.tv. But we will make these links available on our Facebook pages and also on our YouTube channel where we are also broadcasting this. And those of you that are watching this as, or listening to this as a podcast, go to BibleQuest.tv for more information. And uh, you can contact us also at any time about this topic, about any topic. But we would encourage you to uh, follow up with this, with these links and, and, and use this, these tools to help spread this. In the name
1: of the video I saw.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Drew. That's right. Go ahead.
1: Over there. In the name of the video, I look back to see the video that we did show, and it was Watch Their Minds Change on Abortion. And it's from live action about three years ago. One of the other things that we
2: need to be doing with this, as far as we just talked about practical things is we need to be praying. Uh, We need to be going to God, uh, asking for wisdom uh, when we have opportunity to talk to someone who may be thinking about an abortion or who thinks it's okay uh, to take opportunity uh, as the occasion may present uh, to, to show them those videos, to talk with them about life and, Uh, You don't have to agree on everything politically to agree that a baby is alive and it should not be killed. Uh, This is not a political question. This is a moral question. And I think that's something important as we talk with people is, is uh, this is always framed as a red versus blue issue or a political thing. This is not a political question. Uh, It's talked about in politics, but the question of, is it Right. Is it wrong? Uh, And we need to distinguish between those things um, that whatever your other political views may be,
1: this is a moral question. And it is a politically affected question. In other words, who gets an office and who appoints Supreme court justices? Um, This is, it's huge. And realize this, there are forces at work in this country that have been pushing things if you had dreamed, if you had told somebody 10 years ago that some of the things going on now would be accepted today, people have had trouble believing that. What do you think is going to be accepted three years from now, five years from now, six years from now, 10 years from now, 12 years from now? And don't think if we destroy this idea of respecting life that it will necessarily end with up to the point of abortion. Years ago, uh, I remember reading uh, in Francis Schaefer about a Nobel Prize winner who was saying that we should not declare babies after they're born to be human for three days. And there should be some tests. And if they you know, show sufficient uh, evaluation on their test, then you declare them human, and if not, kill them.
2: And that's the question, is if, where can you draw the line? Scott, you posed the question earlier about the baby, you know, five minutes before it's born or even five seconds before it's born and five seconds, it's the same baby. It's just changed the dresses. (laughs) Um, and, and, but then the question becomes, well, if it's okay to kill that baby just before it's born, well, what about just after it's born? Well, what about three days, you know, And, and then where do you draw the line? And, once you realize this, this is a life. This child is alive. It is a human being made in the image of God. There's no more line. As soon as that child is conceived, it's a it's a life. It, it is a, a human
1: and should be treated as such. And people may not like it, and they don't. Part of this, it, not everything, and, and and there there are different people that have made wrong choices for different reasons and some of them have been in difficult situations and such but for a lot of people abortion is something they demand to make easier an amoral lifestyle choice and you'll hear the line and then uh, to, to drew and, and Stephen and then we need to round up' your my body my choice whether you like it or not there's not your body when you're pregnant it's not just your body there are two bodies you doing what you want with your body you know what that's not even shouldn't even be your uh main premise because what you do with your body affects that other person's body if you're doing drugs if you're doing alcohol you're hurting somebody else's body there's a different body there that you have a responsibility to whether you like it or not stephen and then drew
2: Let me just also say this, I don't know who all might listen to this program, but if you're listening to this program and you've had an abortion, it's also important to remember that there is forgiveness with the Lord. We see the apostle Paul who cast his vote to put Christians to death Mm -hmm. and had to live with that the rest of his life. And he talks about, you know, moving forward, the forgiveness that was there. God had mercy on Paul. And maybe you acted in ignorance. Maybe you didn't act in ignorance when you had that abortion. But you can be forgiven of that. And you can come back from that. Uh, You can't get the child back from that. But you can be forgiven. And I just want to make that clear that this is a heinous sin. And that it doesn't change that. But you can be forgiven.
1: Right, right. And like Stephen wanted forgiveness for those that were killing him. And we know one man got it. Saul Tarsus. Hopefully others there as well. Drew.
0: No, I didn't I wasn't interrupting. But right. the time I think is about right. out. Scott, you wanna close out? You guys want to close out with the final comments because our time is up.
1: Thank you people for viewing and uh let's stand up for what's right.